Wait. 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 Steve? Steve? Do a little dance. Wait, wait, wait. Does it look like Steve? Technology. There he is. We can rebuild him. Okay. (laughs) Better than he was before. Stephen Matthews playing Alexa Payne. Welcome to the show. Hello. Hello. So yeah, with that, let's do a quick roll call and then we'll get back to Chase's bit of the story. I'll kick things off. My name is Chase. I am playing Hezekiah Staunton. Hi, Chase. Hi. John. Hi, my name is John. I am playing Grenly, who goes by Louie now. Um, Grenly is a birth name, but ever since coming to Earth, he goes by Louie. And Louie sounds like this. Andrea playing Magnus Bane. What's up? Hello, uh, yeah, I'm Andrea. Uh, Magnus Bane, High Warlock of Brooklyn. At your service. <laughs> Big ups to Brooklyn. Hell yes. And I know nothing about Brooklyn, so yeah, that's going to be fun. <laughs> uh, buildings there, and it's good. Yeah. Oh, the, yeah, buildings, yeah. <laughs> Are they the ones with the pizza? Yeah. Steve. Yes. Talk about yourself and your character. I am Steve Matthews. Right now, I am playing a female drow character named Alexa Payne. She is a psychic, a manipulator, and a seductress. Awesome. Let's see. You're going to get along. Who's (laughs) next? That's Brittany. Uh, I'm Brittany. I'm going to be playing Seraph, who is a changeling gunslinger. So she's a shapeshifter and also enjoys guns quite a lot groovy uh let's see um matt who is playing clive matt here clive is a wizard detective from chicago he is a uh epic wise ass but also is very much into chivalry and um hates bullies he's similar to uh seraph where he's he's kind of like the warden of chicago Okay, it looks like I have to change the batteries in my recorder, uh, but I will be right back. All right. Now's the time if anybody wants to pee or whatever. Okay, you guys. We're going to start. We're going to get in touch with Hezekiah, who just woke up in a garbage (laughs) truck. (laughs) Honestly, it's it's only the second worst place I've woken up, so... uh, (laughs) Like, nice. recently or ever? Past six months. Like, in real life, or...? <laughs> no, that's Hezekiah. That's, that, that is Hezekiah. <laughs> yeah, so this thing stopped, and you heard something ahead stop, and, and all these vehicles are stopping and honking and bleeding. And then you look over, and you see there's uh, people of all different ages and, and uh, skin colors and, and even hair color, like some are brightly colored hair are walking back and forth down the street as if they're not next to a bunch of belching monster carriages. Uh, they seem totally fine. And all and their clothes are all strange and different as well. And this garbage stinks. Wow. This is a bit of a turn of events. Do I still have all of my possessions? Yeah, whatever you had in, the, in that uh, weird facility... 
where you were fighting mm-hmm. just seconds ago. All right. Um, so I um, I kind of duck myself back down into the stink and uh, start giving myself a pat down. Um, I check. I make sure the orb is still there. So wait, and... you're you're putting your head back under the? Well, not like not not under, but I'm not like <laughs> I'm imagining that I'm like peeking over gopher style, and he now like I'm like kind of low down into the. Yeah, garbage. and I'm like going back down, giving myself a pat down. Um, like how's my head? Because the last thing I remember is I got a I got a big old bullet like right in the chrome dome there. So yes, yeah, so so you reach up and you're feeling around and there's nothing there, and then you reach down and you realize. You don't have your your gun and such. You ah, have this shit. weird one piece outfit and shoes that feel like like not tight or fitted to your feet in any way. I'm in a onesie. Yeah, you're in like a giant dirty gray onesie. All uh, right. It has a word in the high speech on the chest. Uh, what would you like to do? All right. Well, you've discovered you don't have your guns. You don't have your gunna. As they say. Mm-hmm. So, uh... But I got everything else. All right. Well, I can... And under the uh, coveralls, you have a pair of pants and a shirt. You just... I mean, if you want to unzip the coveralls, you can get to them. You feel like okay. you have something in your in your right pocket, another something in your left. I unzip and I go in for the pockets. I'll go for the right first. Okay. Uh, in there is a leather thing. It almost feels like a small version of your purse, mm-hmm. and uh, it it's like really full of stuff, and it's sticking out of your pocket. All right, I pull that out. Um, I'm guessing it is what we would call a wallet, but I'm just seeing like yeah. cards and strange money that I don't know. Mm-hmm. You see a plastic card, and your mind is blown because it's your face mm-hmm. looking back at you. But your hair is cropped short, and you look like dim and and dim witted, like you're not your normal uh, badass self. Of course. Uh, What's the name on the, there? Can the I? The name read it? is Hezekiah Staunton, and well, uh, and it has an address, but you wouldn't know what those are. Sure. I mean, I know what mail is. I have probably seen someone deliver mail and can, might be able to deduce. I don't know. Yeah. It's a big old question. I think everything goes to the post office in Midworld, and you have to go pick it up yourself. Fair enough. So, All but right. yeah, you can kind of get the gist of it. Uh, roll a, or I guess now we have to call them flips. Flip some cards. It'll be our first flip. You're going right. to do um, intelligence investigation. So add up okay. those cards. And let's see. Let's see what. All right. Happens. So I've got one, two, three, four in investigation and one intelligence. So that's going to be five flips. And awesome. it's ev- and then everything. You get, an, you get an extra mm-hmm. one if you're healthy. Excellent. All right. So six flips then. So we got one, two, three, four, five. Uh, I have uh, one, two, three, four, and five successes. That's awesome. No jokers? No jokers. Two jacks, uh, uh, jack of clubs, jack of hearts, ten of diamonds, and the kings of spade and club. Cool. Okay, so you can tell your eye color is on there, your hair color, your weight. Um, there's a weird seal kind of embossed on it or in it. Mm-hmm. It's, a, it's a, a plastic, which you've almost never come across, I think. 
only old world stuff. This is the fuck is this? Yeah, and there's an address, and the only uh, the numbers don't mean anything to you, but it says Queens, and so that's interesting. Hmm. Oh, so you're a queen, huh? Oh, Steve, I'm turning you down. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, uh, Chase, what are you going to, what are you going to do? All right. Um, this thing starts to rumble like it's going to start going forward again. Oh, it stopped now. I'm hopping out. Okay, cool. So you start to climb out and you realize it's like 10 feet up at least. All right. Um, I'm gonna, is it the, um, it's kind of like ribbed though on the outside, right? Mm-hmm. There's all kinds of ridges. Yeah, for ribbons. I'm just gonna try and carefully climb down. <laughs> okay, nice. Uh, so you you carefully get down easily, um, but mm-hmm. by the time you get down, you realize there's a low, long one of these things, and the woman inside it is staring out at you like just totally confused and in horror. And then she leans uh- on the horn and uh, <laughs> roll a. Uh, uh, presence maybe presence telepathy just to kind of see it coming uh do you have telepathy <laughs> i have two in telepathy <laughs> oh that's awesome yeah go for it sweet presence right, and so telepathy. that is going to be a total of seven two three okay. four telepathy. Five, six seven and let's go ahead and get some flipping done no, I have two successes, the queen of uh, and ace of clubs. Okay, nice. Two successes is good. The woman feels uh, like she's never seen one of you come out of one of those things in the middle of the street. And, and then she starts to get angry and it's honking more. And mm-hmm. you realize that the cars have started to move again. Past her, you could get to the curb and... Uh, all the stuff that's going on over there. Seeing as things are moving in one direction, I'm going to kind of like cut around her and maybe like Dukes of Hazard style, like dive across the back of her car, just to like <laughs> keep momentum going. And then uh, I'll get to the curb. Awesome. Well, we're going to flip agility and athletics. Okay. It's going to be five flips. So we've got no... Yes. Yeah. No. Yes. Yes. Uh, remind me, what was the uh, the critical success? That's a queen of hearts. That is not in this draw. Um, that is going <laughs> to be the queen of clubs and diamonds and a uh, ten of uh, uh, clubs. So three successes. Okay, and we don't need to know the suits unless okay, uh, cool. unless it's the queen of hearts. Unless, so. Okay, um, cool. So yeah, easily Dukes of Hazard it over onto the curb. You come down between two boxes of different sizes, and uh, there's like four young kids, maybe early teens, maybe one of them is preteen, and they're like uh, maybe ten feet away in front of a store that appears to be closed, mm-hmm. and they're just like bullshitting and yelling at each other and stuff. And then they all point at you, and they're like. Uh, hey man, your truck's going away. Mm-hmm. I think I'm done with that for right now. Thank you very much, though. And all of a sudden, it's just a cacophony of annoying boy voices. Mm-hmm. And then uh, uh, somebody is coming the other way and just, like, bangs into you and keeps going. 
Excuse me. Um, I'm gonna. Yeah, whatever, buddy. Get to work. <sighs> oh, man, I tried. All right. These all this honking and stuff is driving you nuts. You you feel like you should try to find a place to hide out. Yeah, no, I'm I'm looking for any place that looks like it might be quiet so that I can get out of this terrible smelly jumpsuit. <laughs> okay. Uh so you um you find an alley, you go past like a busy restaurant and then mm-hmm. you find this alley and you duck in and you find a a green metal box to hide behind. Excellent. And yeah. you you start going through your shit. Okay, mm-hmm. uh all the way on the other side of the universe, Alexa Payne. <clears throat> Steven Matthews, what's up? Not much. Okay. What's up with you? Uh, we're going to make your character really fast because neither of us can find it. Uh, Braun. Right, hold on a second. Let me get some paper. Okay. Ooh, mid-world paper is really hard to come by. Yeah, I just realized i i may have I may have made his character sheet and have it downstairs. So I'll be right back. You guys uh, talk amongst yourselves. Mm-hmm. Pretty, pretty so, um, who who else is on actual play shows already? What are you, what, um, uh, Brittany, what do you um, want? I'm going to show that uh, I produce an edit called The Forge. And in it, we play a game that we created called Necroforge, which is kind of based okay. on, um, think like Dark Souls. Like, it's really hard and you die a lot. And okay. in this universe, like, a hundred years ago, there's this giant, like, called, or this giant, like, eruption from this volcano. And like turn this entire world into like this big caldera so we all just live in this like really dangerous like caldera and you just die a whole bunch so everybody's got mm-hmm. a phylactery and so we're basically all liches okay lich party that's i like it awesome yeah and that's what actually the what we're recording again, in like three hours the forge and we actually just released our alpha guide for the like the play test so it's like this big, like hundred-page document that has like how to play and how to make a character and all that fun sure? stuff. So, nice. yeah, writing that down. <laughs> I'll put a link in it uh, for it to the in the chat. That'd be mm-hmm. awesome. And what about you, Matt? Uh, I am uh, a member of Sea Dogs podcast, which is okay. where I met Jeff and Steve. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, had them on had them on our little interview improv show called Nilbox Tavern. Uh, with gotcha. me and uh, Patrick McCarthy, who kind of edits everything, but uh, okay. also going to be starting playing in the actual main campaign as a um, it's a five E D and D podcast where I'm going to be playing a uh, dragonborn dragonborn bard. Nice. I love playing bards. Bards are so great. Everything about bards is beautiful. So uh, last time we were with Steve. Alexa and Shadwell were being uh, surrounded or or approached through the tall grass by these scary cat people. And Shadwell, her robot companion, said something about they could be good eaten and they got mad and started to attack. (laughs) The problem with that is that should be all telepathy. Wait, your robot has telepathy? It's not a robot. It's simply a mystic eye. Oh, simply. Oh, 
simply. Simply. Simplistic oh, yeah, eyes. Listen, it's guy, nothing yeah, fancy. It's yeah, not a robot. <laughs> I'm a dozen. Okay, so uh, so we'll scratch that. They haven't attacked yet. What would you like to do? They're about uh, 50 feet away through the tall grass. And then uh, the trees. Can I discern a leader? You can't see them physically, so uh, use your telepathy. That'll be... Um, or maybe it would be more like politics or or soldiering. I don't know. I think it would be telepathy. Okay, yeah. So telepathy plus presence plus one because you're uninjured. That'll be nine flips. And just tell us if you get a, a ten face card or ace. Jack of spades. Ace of spades. I don't know if that has an effect. Ten of hearts. King of clubs. I think that was the last one. So just tell us how many successes you got. Okay. And if there's a queen of hearts. Is an ace of concern? Yep, ace is good. Okay. All right, then I have two and an ace. Three, sorry, three. Three, awesome. Yeah, you you easily can detect that the, the female cat person at the back that's kind of a triangular vanguard situation more like a v coming at you um and she has a blue stripe uh, through her her mane and uh and you think it's painted on so maybe it means she's a leader and uh okay. and she seems to be giving them orders also with telepathy let's try dominate okay nice that'll be uh Domination plus presence, six plus one because you're healthy. Seven cards. Oh, the kitty's there. Don't tell us the suits. Just uh, tell us how many successes you get. Okay. And if there's a queen of hearts. Four successes. Nice. Okay. And then uh, how do you want to dominate this lady? God, I hate that sentence. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> Awful. Taking that out of context. Hmm. Let me rephrase that. How is Alexa going to mentally dominate her opponent? That's better. <laughs> Make her my puppet. Leave this one alone. She is uh, an ally to us. Okay, cool. She directs that information to her people and they stop uh advancing and then uh and then all of a sudden this person that you're dominating looks up in the air behind you and is like filled with fear and Shadwell uh Shadwell says uh oh that's uh that's unusual um I'll uh see what he's seeing. Okay. You look up and you see this giant red sun out of nowhere that's just coming straight at you and it starts to break oh, into bits good. and pieces and then spread out across the land and it's making so much light it's not casting a shadow and then several of them are coming towards you and the lady and her two cat people run and break around you and start running the back the way you came yeah, let's get the hell out of here. Okay, are you going to follow them or go a different direction? No, I'll go a different direction. Okay. Oh, by the way, guys, anytime, anytime you think of a... I don't a, know who the hell these cat people are. 
So, yeah. Okay. And the rest of you guys, if you think of any funny goofs or whatever, and there's you get a moment in, you're welcome to join in. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so you're running, and uh, the grass. Actually, it'd be flying. Oh, you're flying. Yeah. That you're using telekinesis. It's okay. Faster than running. Okay, so you start flying over the grass, and a big red piece of light comes flying right at you. So you're going to have to do a flying check, telekinesis. And brawn, that'll be five, and then plus uh, an extra one because you're healthy. And I have a dodge. You don't have to use that unless you get hurt real bad. Okay. So it'll be six cards. Two successes. Cool. Okay, you narrowly dodge this thing and, like, flames come off of it. And it hits, like, right where you just were and explodes out the ground. And then you see another one hit one of the cat people. And she's just obliterated ripped into bloody ribbons and the ribbons are set on fire uh shadwell is dodging around ahead of you in the air and it's then that you see this red ship kind of materializing out of nowhere uh and it's right in front of you maybe 200 feet wide and it's got like a giant shark-like mouth open and waiting for you time to make a u-turn Okay, you start to make a U-turn, and then you hear a shout from on the lip of the thing. And there's a person all in black, and she goes, Alexa! Safe passage! Get over here! The whole planet's going up! You gotta get in here! Alexa, please tell me the name of a local pizza restaurant. You see one of the things hit the wing of this <laughs> ship and burst into flames, but then this weird blue shield like uh, gets most of it and sends all the pieces flying up. So clearly this thing is is uh, safer than just flying around out in the open. All right, I'll go to the ship. <laughs> okay, you fly over, and this uh, black-suited woman with a black high ponytail and a sword over her back she uh she welcomes you to the ship and then this whole thing starts to close and uh she walks you to a place where you can sit down and she offers you some iced tea cuz why not sip break yeah. everyone <laughs> i think after that i could use something a little stronger okay she busts out the the whiskey cool. and she says alexa how well do you know earth earth the um, third planet from the sun i've been there several times. Well, you're going back. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out there's however, more than one. It, it, that, uh, however, it depends on what time and what parallel dimension you're talking about. Okay, it sounds like you're up to speed. I'm new to all this stuff. My name is Katsumi, and she puts out her hand and, uh, and welcomes you. And uh, she put a little of the whiskey in your coffee and then she just starts swigging from it. And then the whole ship is shaking Star Trek style and she falls down and, and you have like a safety harness or whatever. Yeah. Everybody on the video is like, um, as we know, podcasting uh, is a very visual medium. Yes. Yes. I was doing it too. She scrambles for a safety harness and then she shouts into a headset. Get this thing under control! And then you hear this robotic voice go, I'm sorry, Katsumi. And the ship kind of rights itself. 
and then uh, starts moving in a in a new direction. And then you see there's screens up along the the outer edge of the ship. Oh, and it's showing you like the planet and those big red balls flying everywhere. And then this this uh, golden kind of rift in the air, and the ship punches towards it, and it opens up, and everything gets uh, weird and dreamlike. Okay, uh, let's see who else. Um, who else hasn't gotten to the clubhouse? Um, I think I'm at the clubhouse. Okay, you were saved by Hagrid. Yeah, and I met a guy with a raven or a crow, some sort of corvid. Yes, Mr. Brown. Yes. And did anybody take you from there to go to the clubhouse? No, I think that's where we okay. ended. Cool, we'll start with you. So you're uh, you're hearing a story from Mr. Brown about uh, this character named Roland that, that recently passed through. And and then the, there's a knock on the door, and he opened up the door, and in there is a, a cute guy about uh, maybe... 22 23 he looks uh he he looks harder and more more haunted uh, or whatever than than sorry, a guy harder? that age should <laughs> that's how i like my guys uh sorry continue that's how i like my guys cute and hard cute and hard perfect magnus is ready <laughs> <laughs> So he seems surprised to see a, a a young, handsome guy like yourself in this fancy dress, and he like stumbles back. He did have his hand out to shake Mister Brown's hand, and instead he's like, "Whoa, you're here already!" And he looks back and he goes, "Susanna, we got another one." And uh, turns out they've been expecting you. Naturally, you look out; they've got a little cart. And uh, it's got like a steam-powered buggy situation on it. And there's a woman on the side with uh, her legs are maybe were amputated from the about the thigh or knee down. And a really attractive black lady, maybe 25. And she's got a cowboy hat on and she waves at you and says, uh, Welcome to Midworld, honey. Ah, oh, Magnus Bane, at your service. All right. Well, you might as well get your gear and come on. Uh, where exactly are we going? Oh, honey. It's time for an adventure. <laughs> she uh, says, says with a oh, question honey. mark on the end of it. Uh, it's car. It's car. Adventure? <laughs> I didn't want to be cliche and be something like, oh, you're going to find out. Right away, crossfade. So. <laughs> We're going on an adventure. You end up going through a door, and you end up in this beautiful, like, mountain lodge with log pillars and and plush, velvety upholstery. And uh, there's a few interesting folks milling about. And uh, it's kind of like Doctor Strange's lair in New York. Okay. A little bit like that. I mean, less ornate. Okay. more homey and lived in and this giant bear in a, like a green flowing robe and loose fitting slacks comes up and uh and he goes oh mr bane welcome 
And uh, he he kind of goes in. He's not sure if he should go with a hug or a handshake. Magnus holds out his bump. hand to shake. Okay. <laughs> he shakes it, and uh, it's a very gentle handshake, even though he's got a giant bear paw <laughs> with an opposable thumb. And he says, uh, My name's Big Bill. Billiam Stone. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Billiam <laughs> A pleasure to meet you This is the clubhouse at Staunton's Mill Please call me Magnus Will do uh, Go get yourself a drink And have a seat We'll be right with you We got a few more folks coming Have you heard of a thing called the Dark Tower? Uh, not... Uh, not in so many words. I don't believe I have. Okay, great. Well, we're going to have a little informational session and a PowerPoint later. Just have a seat. <laughs> we'll be with okay. you shortly. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh... Magnus is still, like, not entirely sure what is going on here. <laughs> okay. Uh, does Magnus have the investigation skill? I have two points in investigation. Awesome. And your intelligence, I assume, is, is four Two intelligence. Oh, okay. So that'll be four flips plus a healthy. That'll be five. Okay. So what are successes again? Successes are... Anything from a ten to an ace. Face cards. So I'm, I'm pulling five. Mm-hmm. So success. Yeah. Success. Uh, success. Fail. Damn. And uh, fail. Okay. No jokers? No. Okay, so cool. three yeah. successes, two fails. So save those in a discard pile. Okay. Now you notice that uh, there's like kind of modern high tech here. And also a few things you've never seen before. There are paintings on the wall of locations that don't exist on Earth. There's a werebear, which is new for you, mm -hmm. I think. <laughs> I think that's new. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's something Magnus has experienced. <laughs> okay, he but he speaks perfect English, and uh, and then he introduces you to his robot wife Martha. So that's fun. She's like a squatty, squarish robot with a tray of drinks. Ah, my new best friend. <laughs> Who else has yet to get to the clubhouse? Brittany, okay, okay Sarah, me? where were you? Yeah. Where were you last? Um, I was strapped into a loud flying machine, about to get smooched by a big fat guy. Ooh, good times! Big fat guy, <laughs> right oldies. Let me check the notes. Oh what, boy, run that by me again. Uh, I was in a helicopter, I think. Oh, you were in New York. Okay, um, yeah. So you don't know what's going on. Um, uh, cute, fortunate son. I can't remember. You weren't in your gear. Oh, a guy kissed you. Yeah, like a yeah. big dude. And I was like, I, I couldn't, I couldn't move because I'm strapped in. Yeah, I'm in a so, helicopter. Uh, as <laughs> as soon as this fellow realizes you're stiffening up and tense, he he pulls back and he's like, Janine, is something wrong? Are you okay? And he's like, you know, putting his hands out, like maybe you got injured or you have a stomach ache or something. I imagine that I like put. I was like, okay. <laughs> you got like, your hands no, all no, in front of you. Uh, no, no. Keep keep off these, you know. And uh, yeah. <laughs> and he leans back and he's just all quizzical and he goes, "There's something wrong. Did 
Did you get a text message from the kids? I mean, what what's going on? Uh, a what? What? <laughs> so, <laughs> the helicopter noise is driving you insane. Uh, and it, but it looks like it's starting to come down. And uh, he says, uh, "Maybe we could talk about it after we land." Sure. Okay. Um, my goal is to escape this place as quickly as possible. So the second I am freed from my leathery prison, I'm going to leave. <laughs> okay. Nice. Leathery? Well, see belts. I don't know. I guess I don't know what material that is. What is that material? Yeah, it's kind of a plasticky seat, <laughs> seat and the metal sides and these giant windows seeing that you're hundreds of feet up. Yeah, as soon as I get uh closer to the ground, my goal is to escape as fast as possible. Nice. Okay, so it 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 comes down in some kind of big field. And there's there's people everywhere, and uh, I don't know if you've ever seen a city as big as New York, but it's enormous. Uh, no, not that big, no. Okay, uh, do you have Streetwise, or it's called Spacewise in Space Kings? No. Okay, sure uh, so it'll be a, a wit and Spacewise, or we'll call it Streetwise. Uh, how much wit do you have? Two. Two, so I roll, uh, and then two add and one. Then so do a flip of three. Try to figure okay. out what your next play should be. One success. Okay, one success. Uh, as the helicopter comes down, you realize there's a bag next to you with a long strap. It must have fallen off your shoulder. And you think that's yours. And the guy is like picking up water bottles and stuffing them into a backpack. And the, the pilot is like, how'd everybody do? Wait. Uh, I'm just gonna pick you, up this. Wait, this I got it. I'm trying an accent here. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, did okay. you enjoy your flight? <laughs> was that? Did that work? Oops. You tried. Okay. It was good. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so Janine's husband looks at Janine like expecting to hear. You think that's you? Uh, I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm just going to pick up this bag and kind okay. of ruffle through it a little bit okay. and see what's in it. I'm just ignoring this guy completely. Like, this guy's not important to me right now. The pilot and your maybe husband exchange weird glances, and uh, and then your your husband is like, uh, it was fantastic. We need to do this again. Right, honey? Statue of Liberty? Boats, you're already out of the helicopter. And uh, yeah, I'm like going <laughs> and you get onto your feet. So the last thing you hear is boats. And then it's like you hear this rotor from outside the <laughs> helicopter. It's even louder. And you see a couple workers in coveralls coming out to greet uh, the pilot and, and do stuff with tubes. I don't know. I'm not a helicopter <laughs> tube stuff. Uh, person. Just tubes tubes and leather and domination. And we don't need to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> leather um, and leathery prisons. But because you got a success on your streetwise check, you realize that that you're not important to this situation at all. You could probably just leave. So the only person you probably Great. need to deal with is the guy that was trying to kiss you. Yeah, and I don't think he's going to catch up with me, so I go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you tear ass down this field. Uh, there's a. It looks like there's a fence all the way around it, but there's a building... 
straight ahead with a, a weird little tower next to it. And that might be your best play. What with all the, the fences and, and uh, all that. And it's close. It's maybe 100 feet away. Great. I'm okay. on my way. I'm you're, running, going. you're running past <laughs> families, uh, business people, and uh, a couple guards. And then you see a officer of the law, obviously, but in like a blue outfit and a gun on his holster. He comes out in a view and he's like, excuse me, ma'am, are you all right? Um, yeah, I'm fine. Can you, um, never mind. And I just run past him. <laughs> okay. He kind of intercepts you and he goes, uh, are you feeling all right? Everything okay? Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> uh, maybe you should, should sit down for a second. You look a little overwhelmed. No, I'm, I really don't think that's necessary. I think I just need to, uh, I just need to go. Um, do you, is, do you have a map? Do I have a map? What am I wearing right now? You're not saying that part out loud. (laughs) (laughs) Who am I? Why am I here? Or (laughs) you're in a brown knee-length skirt, a yellowish blouse uh, buttoned at the wrists. You've got a giant diamond on your your ring finger. And you've got some some sensible pumps. (laughs) Uh, You said something about a map. And he he points over to a a desk with all sorts of pamphlets and a, a customer service person. And then you see the big ass Great. doors out the front, and uh, he says, "Well, you want to check in with customs before you meet with uh, that other person over there, but they have uh, maps." And and where is that? Okay, your your husband maybe shows up, and he's like, "Janine, uh, we have a expedited process. We can just go out that way." And he points to like, oh, "There's no line, perfect. and there's a door. Psh, get out. You don't have to." Go um, I'd like to get a map roll. before we leave. I need a map. Uh, a map of what? Yeah, uh, I mean, you have your phone. I mean, just for fun or whatever. He runs off and he grabs you a map and he's like, and, and he holds it up from across the room. He's guy. like, he's like, there's a New York City one, and then there's a a greater county tri-state area. I don't know. I'm not from there. Whatever. He's all holding the, up different all of maps. Them. Grab all of them. Uh, all the maps. All of them. Okay. Yeah. He gives you a look like. What is happening to my wife? And then grabs three maps and comes over. It's like, uh, oh, I like, so, I like, like you. What's your name? <laughs> okay, his eyes just go wide. He touches your arm and then he goes down the hall out the door. <laughs> and he's pulling out his phone. <laughs> he's pulling out something. And you realize most everybody here is either looking at a device or like holding it up to their ear and talking. I have a device like this, maybe, maybe, in my bag that I'm carrying. Yeah, so you're standing in front of this cop now. Do you want to start rummaging through the bag now or follow the guy? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, follow no, the guy. just now. Okay, you come out and you're in a, 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 a street area. But as I told Chase, there's lots of loud barking carriages with no horses pumping out smoke. And all the noises are bad. Um, you see, I wonder what sort of elemental powers these things because I don't see one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Must be inside the guts. Like so a you're giant. rummaging through. You're rummaging through your purse. Mm-hmm. Okay, roll a uh, biology brawn flip. Do you have biology okay. and or brawn? I have brawn. Okay. Cool. What is your brawn? One success. One success? I, I Did you two, add so one? I pulled three because I'm healthy. So you feel your stomach starting to go, 
as and like the land you're not used to the land like going from not on land to land so you feel kind of wobbly and your stomach's starting to and then you feel like you might have to poop and everything's gross uh your husband maybe is is at the edge of the curb talking to a person with like a a podium in front of him and a weird metal device like and you're not sure what's going on over there, but he points at it and he points to you and he like makes hand gestures like he's going to be holding cups. These kinds of hand gestures? Is that what he's doing? <laughs> Spare fingers. Nothing. Um, okay, I'm going to just go over there, I guess. I... Okay, the thing, you, you had opened your purse and looking for that device and you see it's in there, it's pink and it's and it's making a terrible noise. Ooh, I'm going to touch it. Okay, you touch it, it and and you turn it around and it and it faces you and it says some words that you can't understand and like a a green button with a shape. You're not sure what that is, but and then it and uh it's like it keeps buzzing and like trying to talk to you with its noises. It's freaking you out. I'm going to I'm going to touch the green. Okay, you touch the <laughs> So guys, if you imagine uh if a 4-year-old came across a phone and that's nobody had ever right told him how it works. Like, that's what's happening. <laughs> so you touch it, and then you hear some new noises, but they're quieter. And a face comes on, but not a moving face, just like a picture. Okay. Okay. It's a picture? But is it making It's making noise? You can tell somebody's trying to talk, but they're, like, super faint. And then you realize I'm people gonna, are holding I'm them gonna, up to their ears. Like, so move you, it closer to my ear to like try okay. to hear it. And you better. hear a voice, yeah, and it's it sounds like a male child. Oh, okay. Somewhere in between a child and a man, and he's like, "Mom, what's going on? Dad says you're acting all weird." Is that? Oh, that must be the guy that I'm with. Okay. Um. Did you say that part? Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I say, uh, don't worry, honey. Um, we'll. What, mom? We'll be. Um, and I. Mom, I gotta go to class. Face. Are you crazy or not? What's going on? I've already pulled it away from my face, and I'm trying to like make it stop <laughs> going. <laughs> okay, uh, John finally gets his coffee, and he's juggling them because his phone is still in one hand, and he brings it over and he offers it to you. Okay, I take it. Okay, you what take it, and uh, there's a, a lid on it, so you don't know what's in it. Okay, I'm just, um, I'm gonna. It's, take it's the warm lid though. Off it feels it. like coffee. Mm. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna take the lid off of it and see what it is. Okay, you take the lid off of it, and like once again, your maybe husband is like, man, she's acting weird. So you you open it, and it's it it. You think it's like coffee, but it's got this slurry in it that seems to have made it less dark. Okay. Lighter, you might say. <laughs> okay. You're uh, great at words. I'm going to drink it. I'm vaguely convinced that this is all some terrible dream, so I'm just going to drink it. We'll You're going to roll it goes. with it? Okay, you drink it, and yes, it is a delicious, sweet beverage. Do they have sweets in your in your universe? <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's like that. <laughs> no, we have no fun. There's no fun at all. Okay. There's no sugar. I'm gonna, 
I'm going to have your husband you do a flip to try to figure out what's wrong with you. Everything tastes like celery. <laughs> I'd rather die. <laughs> okay, your celery your doesn't husband, taste like anything. Your husband ushers you over to a bench near the near the road, and uh, he's kind of motioning, moving his arms around, like, "Hey, let's go sit over there." Oh, I'm just going to follow him. Okay, so you it's sit clear down that together. this man is going to take care of me because he brought me this delicious beverage and got me maps. So cool. So he he sits down next to you and he leans in and he goes, Janine, I know things haven't been perfect lately. Uh, Is there anything you want to talk about? I mean, we just had this great flight and, you know, I mean, I have to go back to work, obviously, like soon. So, but I can call in if you want to talk about it. No, um, uh, no. Um, can you just direct me in the location of the place that I live. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah, sure. Okay. And he, he does some shit with his phone. And he says, I'll call a car. Uh, and he punches some things. He's like, um, oh, you can, can you Leon make mine do that? Here. I'm sorry, what? Can you make mine do that? And I hold out this device. Okay, he takes it and he and he goes, I'm gonna, gonna text me from your phone. Okay. See? And he holds it up to you. He's like and he's like typing, I love you and he, and you see it. You can't <laughs> quite understand what it means, but you think you get the concept. Okay. I'm watching how he does this because I wanna know how this thing works because Nice. Okay, you're studying. Uh if it's the only he, thing I have, like so he brings back his own phone and he looks at it and he goes, oh, good. Leon will be here in about three minutes, I think. So when he gets here, I'll I'll take off. Okay. okay. Thank you. I love you, baby. And he like moves in for a kiss. <laughs> I like you, you give him a Christian. I like let hug. him. I like let him do it. Like. Just oh god but like no kissing back just like that's worse than just okay. giving the cheek oh my god okay i feel he, so he, bad for this guy already I know this poor man yeah <laughs> he leans back and and he's like doesn't say anything just sips his coffee and like keeps his eyes on you even though he looks back elsewhere i so, like i like wave <laughs> take a sip of my coffee to maybe show him that i appreciate you, the coffee you wave at your husband? <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so while you wait, you could go through your purse for yes, stuff. That's unless what I would you like think that do. would tip him off more that you're acting weird. I found this strange talking rectangle in my purse, so I'd uh-huh. like to continue going through my purse, see if there's anything cool. useful. Okay. So and then also steal my maps. So you find a, a form of wallet. There's There's paper money in there, but it's all green. And uh, okay. there's a few coins at the bottom of your purse. There's something in in a in a case that's about three inches long and white, and has some more writing on it. And the letters are starting to come together for you, but you're not quite sure. Uh, okay, I'm gonna open whatever. That. Say again. I'm gonna open the little case. The little white thing. Yeah, it's almost like paper. So you open it up 
and inside is a cottony situation with a sort of not metal kind of stick inside it or there's like a string oh and your husband just looks horrified (laughs) (laughs) okay he like reaches out puts a hand on your wrist and he's like trying to like carefully nudge you back down into the purse and he's like Janine, why didn't you just tell me? We could have gone to the bathroom. It's like, oh, it all makes sense now. I like, how do I use this? Like, what is this? (laughs) Just then a a big, long black car rolls up and he grabs it and puts it in the purse. He's like, oh, he's here. Great. Um, Look, just have Leon take you to the club and you can shower there and do whatever you need to do. Okay. He knocks on the window like real fast and, and the window comes down and you see this uh, calm, cool and collected dark skinned fellow with kind of salt and pepper beard cropped real close. He's got a fancy black outfit and a, a name tag and he reaches out one hand and shakes John's hand and, and he says, "Ah, uh, oh, Mrs. Uh, Weiss, how you doing? Uh, are you here to take me to the- John's opening the back and I look, door and, and I'm like, like this is Leon. Uh, uh yeah. Uh, so he, he nudges you in and he, uh, he leans in and whispers something to Leon. Uh, can roll, I hear him? Yeah. Roll intelligence and, uh, call it an investigation. Uh, one success. Okay, one success. You're not sure exactly, but you think they're talking about you. Yeah, probably. Okay, John closes the starts to close the door, and he's like, "Honey, take the rest of the day off. I'll I'll work out what to do with Junior. So uh, you're fine. I mean, heck, you could even put your feet up or uh, watch watch some Top Chef. Yeah, and he kind of finger guns you and, and then closes the door." <laughs> I feel bad for this guy, so I'm just going to be like, thank you so much for your help. Okay, nice. He's already closed the door. Oh, okay. Uh, Leon's window closes up, and you're back in the street. You're moving. And uh, he tips up his cap, and you can see him in the mirror. And he gives you this look like he knows you to the core, like he knows. He's not disturbed at all by how you're acting strange. Okay. Lady Seraph, welcome to New York. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) How did I get here? (laughs) It's complicated. Okay, uh, who else isn't at the clubhouse? I mean, I'm I'm in an alleyway crouching behind a dumpster. Does that count? Yes, Yes. you (laughs) have to be in New York. John, you're still here, right? Yeah, I think Louis is at his apartment. He had a really weird almost dream. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's just back at his apartment. Nice. Watching, uh, watching Top Chef. Okay. <laughs> uh, I hear that's great. Yeah. yeah. So you, you get a, a that's, ring. That's the thread that binds the scenes together. It's Top Chef. Magnus is like one season behind on Top Chef, so no spoilers. <laughs> You get a ring ding on your your phone there, Louis. Uh, yes, this is Louis. 
Hey, Louie, this is that guy whose character we came up with yesterday. What's his name? Hector. Randy? Hector. Hector. That's the one. Close. Yeah, I, I picked Randy, <laughs> and then we negotiated to Hector, I think. Yes. Okay, so uh, Hector's banging on the door as you're answering the phone, and it's Hector. And he goes, hey, man, answer your door. Uh... Can I answer just one thing at a time, please? Do you have a preference on which one I can <laughs> He laughs and, and hangs up. Uh, so, okay, yeah, yeah at, at the hang-up, I go to my door. Okay. You, you uh, open I let up. him in, and then I sit back down into my easy chair. Okay, you start to let him in, TV. and you see someone is standing just behind him off to one side. Oh, who the hell is this? It's a very... <laughs> skinny dapper gentleman with long curly black hair and uh short in the front and he's got a a white button up with the sleeves rolled up and black jeans and cowboy boots and he's got a little gold cross around his neck and uh he smiles this cruel evil smile and like pushes Hector off to one side and walks in like he owns the place and then he kind of waves his hands at Hector, and Hector closes the door. Easy as you please. Hector's uh, rummaging. I don't know this guy, uh, and I would like to uh, put my arm around Hector and say, uh, let's go get a, a gelato or something. Okay, you start to do that, and Hector's already closed the door, and this fella is now rummaging around your kitchen. There ain't shit in there. I'm going to go get a gelato. <laughs> <laughs> Roll for gelato. So wait, you're going to yeah. leave? Yeah, I don't know this guy, and also this place kind of is just where I watch TV. Okay, so he waggles his fingers, and the door locks, and he says, Louis, have a seat. The okay, name's Walter. Then I... I think Hi. you've heard of me. You have uh... heard about a scary, dangerous wizard named Walter. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> He rustles up a cup of coffee, and he comes and sits down on your table and uh, puts one of his boots on your sofa. I sit down the exact same way that he does, and I turn up the TV a little bit. (laughs) Okay, your coffee table's real small, so you're like butt to butt. Yeah, whatever. Explicit. (laughs) He leans back. This whole episode, come on. Walter, what what do you want with me? It's not what I want with you what the king wants with you, my friend. You've been keeping your ears closed to the call for far too long. Yeah, 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 yeah. How'd you find me? <laughs> Louis, quit fucking around. Uh, you it's want the all favor of the Crimson like, King? Shut up. Fucking around. All of a sudden, you can't talk. Your, your lips are moving, but nothing's coming out. And he starts giggling. <laughs> And he stands up and he kicks your sofa over onto its back. Rude. And he, he chucks the coffee across the room and it like floats in midair, spinning, spilling coffee everywhere. I look for a notepad. Uh, all of a sudden, rain is like pelting from outside. It was a perfectly blue sky and rain is pouring in through your half open window. And he says, you want to hide from the king. That's your business, Louis." But I know exactly where you are. I know exactly who you are. So, if you're not going to work for the king, might as well work for me. And he slaps uh, down find, a pile of money. Can I find a, uh, a notepad? Notepad. You got a notepad? 
Yeah, yeah, I want to write down in a notepad. I, I nod agreeingly, and I hold up a finger as, as if I'm saying, oh, just one moment while I write this down, please. And I'm okay, writing this down, I'm writing this down. And words are coming out. Oh, I don't, I don't say anything. I, I, I don't know that I can talk again. <laughs> I hold up a note to Walter's face, and it just says, you suck, I'm trying to watch Top Chef. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him. <laughs> okay, um, the TV screen changes from Top Chef to a picture of the two of you. And then he, he waggles his hand a little bit, and the person playing him is all of a sudden much buffer and more <laughs> handsome. And he, he kind of giggles at that. Uh, Walter, you and I are from the same place-ish, so you're not going to do anything that's really going to surprise me here. I'm like, I, I, I really understand what you're capable of, and if you're going to pay me, pay me. If you're going to kill me, kill me. Uh, I think death would actually act, uh, be a really great way to hide from the king. He just sighs. Louis, I just put down $20,000 on your kitchen counter. Oh, shit, I didn't even count it that fast. So, so why don't we just dispense with the bullshit? I know all your enemies, mm-hmm. and they'd all be happy to hear from me regarding you, Louis. So here's what I want you to do. There's going to be a meeting of of some important people today. I want you to be there. Got it. Am I supposed to say say hi or am I hiding? Do I need to bring party favors? You're going to be visited by one of my associates. That associate is going to think you're somebody named... Josiah. Okay. okay. It's all there, and you see a folder has appeared next to you. It says everything he needs right there. And uh, he points to your closet. The door opens, and there's a, a fresh set of clothes in there. Looks looks nicely laundered. And he says, everything's to your specifications. So you're going to meet in Central Park these figures. Uh, they are not nice people, so mm. keep your shit together. And then you're going to go wherever they go. And uh, uh, once you meet another mid-worlder, you're going to join that person and help him out on my behalf. But you won't mention me or else your guts will start to twist and you'll die slowly so from the inside out. So am I say out. I like you and you're pretty and I'm going to follow you now? <laughs> this stack will double. Every day you work with me. Uh, that's and if awesome you don't, and pretty incredible. I could buy a lot of microwave dinners with this. But uh, if I just start... I, I've been around the block a few times. If you're following someone and, and, and they ask you why, uh, sometimes you have to tell them why. So what am I supposed to tell them, Walter? Well, this particular someone is fairly young and fairly frightened, and I think he'll be looking for friends. And mm. if there's one thing you're good at, Louis, it's pretending to be a friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's he true. snaps his fingers and he disappears in a puff of smoke. Is uh, Hector still here? <laughs> no, Hector's... Hector, if he's anywhere, he's still out in the hallway. Uh, I check and see if Hector's in the hallway. 
Yep, he's still standing there looking stupid. <laughs> yeah, uh, Hector, why the fuck are you leading sorcerers to my apartment? What are you talking about, man? Why are you here? Uh, well, you realize he's got a, a thing of tools in one hand. He's like, and he looks down at the tools and he looks up at you and he like squeezes the part between his eyebrows and he, and he's like confused. He's trying to remember, but he's not going to remember because Walter fucked with his brain. Oh, God damn it. Hector, do you want to come in and have a diet root beer and watch the rest of Top Chef? That sounds awesome. Yeah, come on in. Okay, you walk in and uh, or he walks in and uh, and he notices the money immediately and he runs over and he and he starts flipping through it. He's like, "Louis, where'd all this money come from?" Uh, well, you know how um, uh, on the side I uh, uh, take investigations or try to, you know. Uh, help. Is this is this people. ape shit? This is ape shit, isn't it? This is this is oh kind of. Oh my god, ape shit. Louis, you gotta let me in. I want in on this ape shit. Can you can uh, the, you do it now? Can you turn into thing, it now? Hector, is you you were involved with the ape shit, and I think you just don't remember it, unfortunately. Whoa, this is so cool, man! You gotta let me come with you. Uh. I think that would be a bad idea. Okay, now you hear a honking outside and your phone's ringing again. Uh, hold that thought, Hector, and then I answer the phone. Uh, Louis' bus stop, Louis speaking. Yeah, Louis, we got your name from a guy. We're outside. We're in a white van. It says Tomasi's Dry Cleaning Services. Get your uh, equipment and meet us in the van. Sure, sure. Uh, what is this in regards to? <laughs> he hangs up. <laughs> you see, you see All right, Walter. Hector, I gotta go. Will you please uh, fix below the suit in your closet? You see a like a duffel bag that's apparently mostly been filled filled with stuff. Hector is like, "Where are you going?" I think I'm going in a van. Maybe meeting some people outside in the park. Oh, that's cool. What? Where's the park? Hmm. I think it's one somewhere uptown, uh, oh. but I'm I'm not sure. I didn't really get too many details here. Okay. Okay. Cool. Uh, so uh, should I come with well, you? No, but one thing that you can do to really really help me out is uh, fix the radiator. Please, in in my apartment, it just won't stop giving out heat. I'd really appreciate okay, his that. his face since falls, and he looks kind of sad. And he's like, oh, yeah, I can fix that for you. Thank and you. And he goes I he give goes him $1,000 and, and say, please cheer up. I have to do this. He's like, whoa, whoa, man. I cannot, I can't, I mean, that's too much. I can't accept that. And he slides into his pocket. I give him $400 then and say, fine. <laughs> All right, he he thanks you profusely. Um, you change into your suit, you get the bag, and you head down into the white van. All right. Yeah, I uh, also look at myself in the mirror and make sure my mask is on straight. Ah, uh, yeah, it's perfect. Wonderful. So, uh, who else? Anybody else not at the clubhouse yet? I guess I'm not at the clubhouse. Oh, that's right. You're in a spaceship. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the spaceship, uh, you see the screens. Um, you went through a weird bluish kind of deep space nine-ish wormhole situation. And you come down over this yeah, giant. Parallel, uh, uh, it's a uh, parallel transdimensional uh, gateway. Something like that, yeah. And so you're coming down over this huge forest, and there's mountains and stuff. And you come down, and it opens up, and you see a river and a, a mill and a big lodge. And it lands in the courtyard between the mill and the lodge. Okay. And Katsumi gets out of her seat, and she comes over and starts unhitching you. And she says, I guess this, this is where we let you off, partner. Um, good luck. Okay, thanks. Okay, you head into the clubhouse and you meet Big Bill. Big Bill comes up and he smiles and he's all friendly. And he says, hey, we're about to have a presentation. Did Katsumi fill you in on what's going on? Not exactly. Okay, well, let's, uh, let's, uh, I'll, uh, I'll get you any drinks you like at the cart there. Martha, you can also give her orders. Uh, feel free to talk to anyone you like, and uh, we'll be having our presentation in about 20 minutes down in the the, the sitting area, whatever I called that. Living okay. room? Sure. Okay. Sure. Uh, I guess that's everybody. Okay. Um, so I'll give you guys the presentation. It goes a little something like this. So um, there's a whole bunch of people here of all different outfits, and, and some of them aren't even human. Uh, you guys are both human, right? Am I. I'm drow. Alexa, you are a dark elf? Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yes. So a legitimate elf is here with, uh, with Magnus and Clive. You guys have a minute to mingle and, and get to know each other before the orientation, or we can just jump into it. I'm just going to do a deep dive on anybody I, I, I find I, that looks interesting. Okay, cool. Roll a, uh, or flip a telepathy and intelligence. Okay. And add one because you're healthy. How, how many is that? Uh, let's see. You have four... Or three intelligence and four telepathy, so it'll be eight cards. Ace. Eight. Holy crap. One, two, three, four, five. Successes. Okay, yeah. So you find out there's a uh, person named uh, Clive Blackstone. Clive, since he knows pretty much everything about you, you want to tell him and the listener uh, stuff that might interest him. Same with you, Andrea. I am a human wizard, magic practitioner, uh, specializing in thaumaturgy and uh, alchemy. I am a uh, detective by trade to earn money, and I am the warden of the city of Chicago on planet Earth. Cool. Uh, this still. Earth? Say again? Are, are you, uh, is everyone from this Earth, or are you from parallel worlds? I would guess it's a version of Earth slightly different than the Dark Tower Earth. Didn't you say you were at 2012? Yeah, it's 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 probably about 2012. Yeah. The Earth I came from. 
So Staunton and Seraph are in 2020. So he's from a parallel. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Magnus, describe anything uh, yeah, he figure so, out about see, you. Magnus Bane uh, appears human, but uh, does have a, a demon for a father. That's where the magic comes from. Very well-dressed, perfect makeup, very good hair. Um... <laughs> Let's see. Uh, he's the High Warlock of Brooklyn. So basically, like, you know, there's lots of warlocks, but, like, different regions have, like, you know, the one who's in charge and sort of, you know, manages all of their business. And uh, I assume he's at the drink cart making himself a, <laughs> a scotch. <laughs> nice. And uh, you guys could actually talk to Alexa if you want. Do you have any questions for her or, or want to role play so that out? Alexa, Alexa's a, you said a, a dark elf? Yeah. What's, is this the kind like Drizzt that's like dark in skin tone? Dark skin, white hair, about six foot tall. Okay, nice. cool. Okay. Uh, do you guys have any questions for each other? So uh, Alexa, uh, right, has the, like uh, the telepathy. Like, would like Magnus is a like he he's a magic user. Would he sense that she's like probing around in his brain? I was going to ask that also. Roll a magic and wit check or flip rather. What what would magic be? Magic is. What are your skills? Did we give you one for magic? Oh yeah, the, the oh my magic. Okay, so that would be four plus two. And do you have any ultimates that would be relevant? No. Okay. So that'll okay, be so. So how many six, cards? Do you wait, get? and then I get the one extra because I'm healthy. Yeah. So seven. Okay. Fail. 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 Success. Fail. <laughs> okay. You can tell somebody's monkeying around in your brain, but you can't tell who. Okay. And you're not sure. It may just be something relevant to this building. You might ask Big Bill about it. All right. Magnus is suspicious, officially. Clive, you also have magic. You want to do one of them flips? Yes, I actually have a mastery in magic. So what's and a two in wit? So that'll be seven cards. Four success. Cool. Yeah, you can tell that the lady that just arrived, the dark elf woman, is probing your mind. Would you throw up walls against it? Uh, I would... Um, I would not, but I would focus instead on where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Alexa Payne for sure. Okay. Yeah, I look over there and uh, seeing that it's a, an elf which I've seen some of those in the uh, version of the Feywild in my world, but I've never seen a dark one before, so I will make my way over there. Uh, Lexi, you would see a tall, six-foot-four human walking up towards you that you just read my mind, and uh, brown, medium-length hair, intense brown eyes, wearing a um, vintage black Star Wars T-shirt under a uh, leather duster, which is like a very dark, dark red leather. Uh, with uh, worn blue jeans and black boots, steel toe boots. And I saunter over. I've got a Pepsi can in my hand, kind of sipping it. Oh, yeah, there's Pepsi here. <laughs> Sip that Pepsi. Sponsored by Pepsi. Uh, Alexa has uh, 
like I said, uh, white hair, dark skin, red eyes. Uh, she would be dressed in a cocktail dress and flats because she's a tall person, but very beautiful. And uh, your dress is covered with like linty bits from all those high grasses you were on. You were in. There was there's pollen all over you, basically. <laughs> oh, okay. So yeah, I would walk over to you and just kind of stand uh, casually in front of you with my arms crossed holding the Pepsi and saying, what uh, realm do you come from? Are you from the Feywild also? No, I am from a parallel world. Um, uh, actually, I'm from several, but uh, needless to say, I've got around in 400 years. Um, I'm just checking out the new area, you know, gleaning information, whatever might be had from other people. Okay. Uh, big bill rolls in and he's pulling one of those AV carts, like from, from school when you were a kid (laughs) and he's fussing around with the cords, trying to plug it into the right spot. And then Marta, you see Marta's waving at him from up the stairs and she points at the giant projector screen behind him. And he, and he slaps his forehead and he's like, oh, duh. And then he grabs a remote and he's like fiddling with it, trying to make it work. And then the screen comes on and he kind of jumps back a little bit like he wasn't expecting that. <laughs> and then uh, he goes over to a computer and he's ticky tacking on it. And then uh, a screen pops up that's like a window, but it's way too small. And there's a woman's face in it and he's trying to figure out how to make it bigger. And then Marta, Martha comes over and she's like, fussing with it and they're like two old people like trying to figure out technology together (laughs) and then the woman's clearly started talking so now they're trying to figure out how to make the volume go up and uh (laughs) it's super loud at first and then it like comes down and then they they get it they get it squared away and so then they restart (laughs) it so it's this um uh maybe 50s 60s woman uh she looks kind of pacific islander and uh, she's wearing this fabulous kind of uh, floral kimono type situation. She has a big flower in her hair. And there's uh, some kind of, there's a big map behind her. And it's got all these dots and things written on it. Finally, they start it at the right time. And she says, friends, my name is Moana, president of the combined Pacific Island Democratic States. You have been invited here to join something we call the Binding Tet, what Billiam calls the Keepers of the Beam. We have pledged to rebuild what the Crimson King has tried so long to destroy. Oh, and then Billiam hits the, the pause button and he looks up like, if anybody wants to ask questions, he, you know, he can pause it. Nobody asking questions, so he starts it again. <laughs> we exist on various continents, on various worlds, in multiple dimensions, and scattered across time. We are rebuilders, and our ultimate goal is to restore peace and purpose to the universe. Now she's doing her own PowerPoint, so you see like a picture comes up and it's Bill. Billiam Staunton will be your commander in this great struggle. He will guide you, heal your wounds, and assist you in your quest to restore the beams and to one day return to your home worlds having achieved a tremendous victory. If that is your wish, of course. 
You are always welcome in any of our sanctuaries and will have access to whatever arsenals or stores that we have. All you need to do is serve the beams loyally and faithfully and to protect your brothers and sisters from any who would harm them. If you accept this calling, you will be one of us. If you do not, we will be forced to exile you to wherever is most convenient. We cannot allow those who threaten our mission to just wander about. If you plan to stay, you must make a commitment to our cause. If you wish to return home, go and you will never hear from us again. However, if you join now and turn against us at a later date, judgment will be administrated harshly. Bill, you may now complete the orientation. All right, Bill's like, you got, got any questions? Anyone? Magnus just has an incredibly skeptical look on his face. Okay. Not, not impressed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just like aggressively skeptical and sarcastic. Nice. <laughs> has Magnus seen the Disney film Moana? Oh, 100%. Okay, she looks pretty much like that, <laughs> except older. He's a, a bit perplexed, but, you okay. know. I mean, you've already met Hagrid. What's one more? Yeah, character? yeah, he's, he's, uh, he's just, you know, rolling with it. He's, he's got his drink. He's just rolling trying with to... with it. Hey. I'm sorry, you can't take me anywhere. Uh, that was Chase Greenley there. Uh, let's check in on him. You're behind the dumpster. Did you oh, yep. Did you keep the coveralls on, or are you going down to the shirt and jeans? No, I'm, I'm taking the coveralls off. Is there anything, any markings on the coveralls? Like you mentioned something at high speech. There's a name on it. It says Dale. And on the back it says something like New York City sanitation. Sanitation. All right. I lose the uh, uh, the sanitation wear, and I uh, I'll ditch it in this big green box. I'm right behind. Um, anything about my clothes noteworthy? Is it just kind of like a t-shirt and jeans kind of situation? Or it's uh, it's khakis with a crease and like a plaid sort of, but nice uh, short sleeve shirt. You've got a cross on a gold chain around your neck, real small. Right. And uh, you have a few tattoos on the back of your hands. But that weirds me out. It's like, yeah, I like do, it says, I did not have these like uh, 20 minutes ago. On the fingers, one one hand it says love, the other it says hate. And there's uh, <laughs> on the inside of the wrist, there's a snake with a dagger through it. Well, at least I have good taste. <laughs> <laughs> You're thinking maybe you were in a gang. Like these look uh. like markings. They're pretty pretty cheap looking. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, you know, nothing to worry about now. Just got to deal with it. And you reach into your back pocket and you pull out a uh, a folding knife. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty sharp, so the person must uh, must take care of it. All right. And just then, uh, there's been no wind at all. Uh, and mm-hmm. this breeze comes in from the end of the alleyway. And you see a, a old lady pushing a cart with all this stuff in it. And she's taken no mind of you, and she seems like super old, and and uh, and maybe she lives on the street. You're not sure, but uh, sure, this thing is flying towards you, and then it lands right at your feet, mm-hmm. and it's some kind of brochure, uh, plasticky paper with all these pictures, and it's then that it like dawns on you. Oh man, there's paper everywhere here. Like this is 
Mind-boggling. Apparently, paper doesn't mean anything to people here. What the name of... Excuse me, ma'am? Okay, the wind starts to pick at the corner of this thing like it's it might blow out of the alley. Okay, I, I grab the paper. Okay, you grab it, and as, as it comes up, you see at the back and the bottom of it, there's a picture of a tower, and it says Tower Publishing, hmm. and it immediately gets your attention. And uh, and it telepathically, like, you think there's a connection between it and that woman. Mm-hmm. And, you, and you look over, and she's gone. Oh, mystery. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, well, shit. All right. Um, nobody else in the alley, though? Nope. All right. Well, I have uh, eschewed the Dale identity, and now I got to figure out where the hell this tower publishing it you've oh. already looked at your wallet okay got yes, that. yeah no, i got the wallet and i i i th- th- there is dale but there is also hezekiah okay so um, i'm gonna jump ahead basically a quick montage you look at the yes. pamphlet it's for something called the citrus park hotel it's mm-hmm. got like palm trees and it looks all fancy mm-hmm. and uh it's got an address mm-hmm. and you feel like this is destiny or as Excellent. we call it in the dark tower ka telling you where to go mm-hmm. next all right, we well, gotta find this uh, this citrus hotel place. Okay, let's get going. Seraph, did anybody before you left your dimension tell you where you were going or why? No, um, the lady that I was staying with was just like, "This is gonna be an adventure. Go on through that door." And then I woke <laughs> up in a helicopter. So, okay, so you're rummaging through your purse on this drive. He's taking you to some place called the club. Everything in there is like what would be in a lady's purse, uh, a well-off lady. There's some fancy lipsticks. There's a, a protein bar. There's, uh, uh, I don't know, what a lady's care. You're Makeup. like whatever people have in their purses. Yeah. Um, I'm, there's I'm an a bad case. Book. I have like two sets of dice in my purse, so just in case you never know. Janine, uh, Janine Weiss does not have dice in her purse for some reason. <laughs> Darn. <laughs> what else are purses for, honestly? Really? Yeah. So, uh, are there any things Seraph never goes anywhere without? One more time? Any special objects that Seraph never goes anywhere without? Uh, her gun. Her gun. <laughs> okay. But I'd assume I don't have that. <laughs> there is something. Yeah, you there's know, like you a, just bring a gun into a hospital. There's like a laundry receipt. Okay. And you pull it up, and it's. It's uh, it's got like a a a big red thumb, like thumbs up, and it says thumbs up, laundry, and you look out. Can I the can I read that now? Yeah, yeah, you're starting to understand. And you look out the window and you see a big red thumb on a window, right as you're passing it, and then it says thumbs oh, up, I'm laundry. Just, stop, 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 stop. Okay. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. And he and he navigates a little bit and he kind of double parks. He goes, oh, um, that's the laundry. I, you, you, that's the dry cleaners. You want me to go in there and, and get your laundry? Uh, yes, please. Can't, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I'll be right back. Okay. So uh, uh, your phone buzzes and, and jangles again. Okay. Is it, is it the same as last time or is it different? Um, the words. Oh, yeah. It's uh, somebody named Dorothy. Oh, okay. But it's like a phone call is what I'm asking. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, I answer it. Janine, where have you been? I've been calling all day. Oh, I'm sorry. I um, didn't get your call. John says you're acting really weird. What is happening? He told me to take the rest of the day off. Are you fucking that gardener? <coughs> what? <laughs> Seriously, I, I mean, you said you had a hot gardener. Like, is that what's happening? John says you're being really weird. I don't, I don't know. I don't know Where how to you? answer that. I'm sorry. Where are you? Or I'm in a... Let's go to the, the Green Onion. I'm like two blocks away from there. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll tell Leon. Okay. Right, that was his name? You're acting really weird. I'm just, I'm just a little confused today. Oh, shit. And then the phone hangs up. She must have something happened. I didn't make it stop, so now no. I'm a little confused. Now you're just that staring it has at it. Ended. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Leon comes out and he's got a garment bag, but he also has like a, a little paper bag in one hand. And he uh, goes around to the other side, opens it up, and he's like, They had uh, laundry, but they also had this. I don't know what it is. And, and uh, he hands it to you. And he's like, It's really heavy. Okay. And I take okay. it and I open it, whatever take it is. It. He closes the door. He gets in the front seat. You open it up. There is your gun belt with your gun and a bunch of shells. Yes. Okay. Hey. I kiss it. I miss it. <laughs> do you like show it to Leon or do you keep it in there? I like hold it up and I'm like, I'm not trying to hide that I have like a gun now. So okay. Leon like waves back. He's like, hey, hey, keep it under the seat. All right. It's your real husband. people out here do not wave their guns around i mean unless you're in the south or a walmart just keep it down (laughs) um okay so i'm just gonna put the belt on and okay he's like whoa whoa, whoa. you can't wear it out just keep it in the bag Was that Dorothy? I told her to call you. Dorothy, you told her to call me? You did? Yeah, your sister. Did they not tell you anything? No, they told me nothing. (laughs) All right, well... I've been freaking people out thus far. Are are you still going to the club, or do you want to meet her? What do you want me to do? I don't... You pick. Uh, What did she say? She said something about a green onion. She said the green onion. Yeah, she said we should meet at the green onion. Oh, okay. That's right around the corner. And he tootly, bingly bumps, whatever that means, and, uh, and drops you <laughs> off. Phrase. And he says, now listen, you have to keep your shit under control, all right? Do you know anything about this? Can you catch me up? Maybe just a little. Uh, I, think your sister, sister. I think your sister will do a better job than I can. Oh, okay. <laughs> all right thanks all right just hey don't... am i supposed to do i go to... okay never mind well i mean theoretically you're supposed to tip me right now before you <laughs> get out of the car oh um i, I, mean, open... I know i'm your driver but i'm i like work for other people and my yeah i like open my wallet and give him the the green money in there okay he's like that's a hundred dollars just give me a 10 <laughs> how about a 10 that's it's got that big guy's face on it uh, 
I understand the number the 10, 10, I'm assuming. So I give him a 10. Okay. He's like, all right. All right. Okay. Dorothy's going to say a bunch of stuff. You're not going to understand any of it. But let her take you back to your place. Tell her you just want to put your feet up. It's that time of the month. And uh, you'll have an email. You can even ask her to help you with your email because you're, you're clearly not thinking right. Okay? Okay. Email. Sounds just good. remember that word. Take email. me back to my house. I want to put my feet up and watch Top Chef. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. He gives you the, the finger. What's that called? The A-OK. Yep. Okay. <laughs> So you get in there, quick montage of you reuniting with her sister. Uh, it's really cute. And she, like, gushes over you, buys you more drinks. And then you end up at your apartment. She puts you up with, like, an ice pack and an and a electric blanket and brings you your laptop, pulls up your email. And you get an email from a guy named Big Bill. And he says... So sorry we couldn't get you directly to the clubhouse, but uh, I sent along a video from our uh, from the person heading this effort to save all the universes and whatnot. It'll all be made clear. No big deal. Uh, but uh, okay, you're trying to talk to the email, and uh, it's not it's not a talking. <laughs> yeah, it's not a talking thing. As I'm reading it, as he's like the person who's heading up like the thing to save all the universes i'm like oh okay so no pressure or anything that's okay fine. dorothy like and, calls like, out, out from loud. the kitchen she's like what nothing oh okay she's doing something in the kitchen all right so that happens louie you're in this white van with some obvious gangsters and everybody is is loaded for bear guy hands you a gun with a bunch of bullets oh oh thank you yeah What's going on, man? You, you acting like you've never done this before. Oh, no, I've, I've done this before. Uh, I'm trying to act like I don't want to do this right now. What? Man, it's bad enough having to go to Staten Island. Like, could you just, like, act like a normal person? I'm going to be in this van for a while. My name is Frank. That over there is Sonny. And uh, you got Paolo driving the van. Paolo says, shut up, I'm trying to drive. Your phone rings. Sounds like I should be quiet. Yeah, your phone rings. Uh, I look at, see who it is. Okay, it says, uh, Walter. I answer this one. He says, uh, says, hey there, little buddy. Have you ever heard of Staten Island? Apparently it's a shithole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's on TV all the time. Okay, so you, uh, you're you going near the landfill. There's a, uh, a neighborhood, and uh, there's something called the Conrad Arms. It's, it's like a project hotel apartment or whatever. And uh, your guys are going there to lean on a lady. Uh, so just, just kind of stand around and look menacing. And that should take care of the rest. Oh, and if you run across anybody I, from Midworld, oh yeah, uh, just join up with them and sell out whoever else you're with. Sound good? Yeah, yeah, I can definitely do that. And, and you mean the, the, the people I'm with right now? Yeah. I can. Yeah, whoever. Okay. Just to meet up with this guy. Okay. Okay. Okay, yeah, I'll meet up with the guy. Okay, great. Right. Hey, I think, uh, I hang I think up you might and... need to take a shit. And all of a sudden you feel like your gut's roiling. He's just fucking with you. It goes That's, away. Yeah. 
Uh, that's that's crazy. I uh, took a shit this morning. <laughs> what a coincidence. Uh, so the rest of you guys at the clubhouse, um, Bill comes out with uh, uh, like a, uh, or no, he invites you into the wardrobe and it's a, a whole like uh, walk-in closet and everybody's invited to pick out some cool threads and uh, any gear you might need. They have guns and ammo. They got all kinds of cool stuff so uh uh just remember that for next time if you want to pick out some cool threads and such hezekiah you make your way to the citric citrus park hotel mm-hmm. uh, you're not sure how to get there you have an address and that's it uh i uh, I think first thing I'd do is uh, seeing a lot of folks uh, standing at stalls and whatnot around. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's buses. I'm a, I'm there's a, a subway yeah, entrance. I'm going I'm a, I'm to a, I'm a go to somebody standing at a stall and just kind of hand it the the, pa- the brochure to him. It's like, hey, how do I get here? Oh, oh, sure. That's a... Uh, oh, you're really close, actually. That's just a few blocks uh, up that way. Hey, if I had more time, I'd walk mm-hmm. you over there. Um, you could probably take this bus to the corner and then another bus that way, or it's like a five minute walk. Uh, it's a beautiful day. I, I'll just take the walk. That's perfectly fine. Thank you very much. Two lights that way and four lights that way. I've heard this is a nice place. I've never been myself, but yeah. All right. Lights. Um, there's a lot of lights around here. Can you be a little bit more specific? Uh, yeah, I think it's 52nd left like it's four city blocks basically okay that way and then it's right around the corner you'll see the mcdonald's you'll see the uh franklin tower so anyway we do a quick montage of you montage uh, it's hilarious uh, you know, I'm, fish out of water pig in the city i end up at the statue of liberty at one point it's a good time <laughs> <laughs> so you end up at this uh, you're like eating a slice of pizza in one scene <laughs> <laughs> And then like and then like a hot dog in another or like yeah. <laughs> I have a Pepsi. I, it's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so um sponsored by Pepsi. <laughs> so and yeah, you come up to this this uh really interesting looking hotel. It's like three stories, it's pretty broad, like stretches out in different directions. And there are two really sad stunted palm trees out front. And then when you go in, it's it's fairly nice, but it's like, well, you wouldn't know this. It's from like the 70s. Everything's old. Mm-hmm. And there's a, a young woman from some other country, maybe Malaysia. You're not sure. You don't know where any of these countries I are. I don't know. I don't know what a Malaysia is. And she, I'm not from this place. And she uh, waves you over and uh, asks you if you need anything. You know, I just feel like Kai's been bringing me here wherever here is well this is the citrus park Um, hotel do you have a reservation um uh well my name's hezekiah staunton i i mean i don't believe i do but uh she tickety tacks on the computer and uh she says i i don't see you um Hmm. hold on Uh, just a second and she like waves up her hand and you see a manager was talking to a guy down in a recessed kind of living room area. And through there, mm-hmm. you can see a, a big palm tree 
and there's all kinds of light coming down into that area, mm-hmm. just kind of past a railing or whatever. And it sure. and it you feel this sense of like I gotta see this. What's going on over there? Huh? There's orange trees. Something. Yeah, it's almost like a little garden inside. Mm-hmm. So you walk over I'll there, just kind of. Yeah, I walk on over, and I just you know just excuse me for a moment. I'll be I'll, I'll be right back. I just want to examine your and I just kind of trail off as I'm walking <laughs> away. So the manager starts to walk your direction, and the person he was talking to, you realize, is a uh, a handsome older gentleman. It's little. I don't know, maybe maybe semi handsome. I don't know. He he looks cool though. He's like maybe in his sixties. He's got a mm-hmm. a hat straight out of Midworld off the back of his head with a little tie. He's got a mm. basically looks like a cool rock star version of cowboy outfit, embroidered mm-hmm. boots, and he's stretched out on a couch and he's got a guitar and he's just kind of jangling away at it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and he sees you and he goes, "Howdy, partner." Howdy yourself. Uh, take a seat. You, uh, you like Modelo? I got a, I got an extra one here. And he hands uh, you a stubby not. beer in a bottle. Oh, that I know. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Says so. Uh, um, I'm sorry we, to uh, put you through so much trouble, but I guess Roland and Susanna and Eddie can't do this all on their own. I'm going to need a little help. Roland. You know Roland. Hezekiah. My name's Tom. Welcome to the Citrus Park Hotel. My favorite hotel in all of New York City. New sponsor. (laughs) (laughs) I actually own a piece of it, so. All right. Where the hell am I? Well, this here's New York City. It's uh, 2020. All right. All right. 2020. How'd I get here? Well, that's interesting. I, I don't actually know. I was the... getting shot in the head, and I got pulled out of there at a real good time. I'm going to let you know. It was your timing. Perfect. Not so sure what happened to those kids. I'm a little concerned about that, truth be told. Well, I I don't actually know. Uh, you ever heard of a... a, a He's trying to, like, fumble for the words. You ever heard of dimensions? Alternate dimensions, that kind of thing? I'm going to do an intelligence flip for that. Okay. <laughs> Apparently I have. Okay, cool. So, yeah, the Manny folk are able to go to other worlds. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's supposedly magic doors that pop open every once in a while in the, in the histories. Maybe Don't that happened to you. It. Uh, you're pretty Maybe. sure you died, though. And he goes, um, there's a boy you might have heard of. His name is Jake Chambers. And uh, he has this great quote. He says, there's there's other worlds than these. So uh, uh, you left that one. Now you're here. And uh, unfortunately, some very bad people also want to meet you. All right. That's why we brought you here. Because this is what's called a safe place or a sanctuary if you will all right outside those doors things get a little trickier but uh as long as you're at the citrus park you'll be well taken care of all right well i guess i'll uh set camp here then till well but why am i here like i mean i i get i'm here to like fight folk you know it's kind of i'm a gunslinger that's what we do 
technically, I guess, but, uh, I mean, I guess I, man, really was everyone at Jericho, wasn't it? He, he looks like he doesn't know what the hell you're talking about, and he goes, look, I'm sure you have a lot of questions. I don't actually get involved in the day-to-day stuff. Mm-hmm. There's a conference room right over there, and I think some people will be there pretty soon to, to give you some answers. I get up and walk away. I walk over. <laughs> I go to the okay, conference well, it's, room. It's empty now, but... And I just, like, as I'm walking away, just kind of, like, uh, wave my hand in thanks for the beer. I kind of jostle that, and I swig it back. Okay, he goes back to playing a song. Because I am far too young for this uh, in this world, and I am drinking it before anybody can catch me. <laughs> nice. Okay. Um, the manager comes by again, and, and he goes, uh, yeah, uh, some people are going to meet here in about 20 minutes. Um, uh, that's actually me. Oh, hi. Hi. I'm, <laughs> I'm Bill. I'm uh, Bill. Uh, name's uh, Hezekiah. Nice to meet you. Uh, so... Um, yeah, if you just want to sit in the lobby, I, I can get you a drink or, or something to eat. We have uh, we have a limited been kitchen. Taken care, of, but thank you kindly. Oh, okay, great. Thanks for coming to the Citrus Park Hotel. All right. So, yeah. uh, uh, let's see, John. John. Yeah. Your phone rings again, and this time it's Hector. Okay, I answer it. Hector's like, Louis, Louis, what are you doing? You don't know why he's whispering. Yeah, I did get that uh, uh, document you sent out. I am on the job right now, actually. Oh, oh, wait, wait, what? Exactly, yeah. Somebody called for you. He said the fate of the world hangs in the balance and you need to get to the Citrus Park Hotel right away. I don't know what it was about, but you know where that is? I think it might be in Queens. I, I'm not sure. Yeah, I, I, I think that's about right. Uh-huh. uh-huh. C- Citrus Park Hotel. I put my hand over the phone, and, and uh-huh. I yell to the people in, in the car, Hey, are we, go- are we going to a hotel again? The guy looks at you like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's like, I just told you, we're going to Staten Island. Okay, okay. I go back to the phone. Yeah, I'm not on my way to a hotel. The job I'm in is a Staten Island kind of job. Oh, okay. Well, he said there'd be a bunch of friends there. It's safe. I mean, I could go there if you want. Like, you know, see what's going on. Be your, like, sidekick or whatever. You can go, you can go scope it out, but be careful. Hey, I came up with a really cool ape name. Yeah? Caesar. Huh? That's good, right? Uh, uh, Yes and no. Like, from the Planet of the Apes. Caesar, right? No, uh, definitely. Definitely. I get it. Uh, 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 Hector, uh, Caesar, I gotta go. Um, I'm I'm working right now. Uh, Come up with at least two more uh, uh, names, and we can discuss them when I get back. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Bye. Oh, I'll text you the address. I appreciate you. Oh, yeah, please. Text messaging is a thing we can do, yes. Okay, so a second later, you get an address of a place called the Citrus Park Hotel. Wonderful. Y'all from the clubhouse, you're all kitted out, you're ready to go, and they lead you to a door. And on the door, it says, New York City, 2020. 
and it's like one of those nameplate things on a on an office door that they slide off and slide a new one in the movies, like when somebody gets hired or whatever. And so it's like that. Is that the year? I ask. Uh, yeah. Um, Bill is like, oh yeah, that's the year in your reality. What? Which year are you again? Uh, eight years earlier. Oh, okay. And Magnus Bain, you're you're 2020, right? Uh, more or less. Okay. You're actually from 2018. That's odd. Yes, 2018. It's weird time Mine travel. Playing it cool. Okay. And and who else was there? Magnus is still like not entirely sure if any of this is even real. Uh-huh. Like, so he's just trying to like he's playing along as much as possible. Nice. Trying to figure out what's going on. Okay, Alexa, uh, do you have any questions before you go through the door? No, um, I have actually been to Earth, but it was uh, 2018 and 2410. Oh, well, this will be pretty close to 2018 for you. Okay. And what exactly are we doing? You're going to go to a place called the Citrus Hotel, and you're going to meet a gentleman by the name of Hezekiah Staunton. Citrus Hotel? That dump? <laughs> okay. It's fine. Mm. <laughs> Do I know where this place is at? No, it's some historic hotel in New York City. Okay. You're going to meet this guy, Hezekiah. He doesn't know anything except about the tower and the beams. He can fill you in on all that. But uh, uh, you're basically just supposed to protect him and make sure he gets to his destination. And then he pulls out a gold watch and uh, a key and he hands it to Clive. Yeah. You might want to hold this or is it an older style one or newer style? Really old fancy gold pocket watch stopwatch kind of thing. Okay. And uh, he hands you a little bag. You can put it in and he says, I'm not sure exactly what this does, but you want to give it to Hezekiah. He'll know what to do with it. Gotcha, and I stick it in one of my inner trench pouches, trench coat pouches. Okay. The door, like, rumbles and shakes and then opens up. Wow. You guys go through. What's it look like? Uh, it looks real basic. It looks like a hotel conference room with a big brown table. Just like it's right next door, huh? Uh-huh, just right through the door. So we're talking the Hotel Continental? S- something like that. It's it's bigger than where you'd go for the continental breakfast, but it's it's close. No, no, no. The Continental Hotel out of uh John Wick. Oh, okay, I haven't uh I don't remember it. Okay. It's real basic. It's like every conference room in America circa 2018 or 2020. I motion for Alexa say uh ladies first. Do you do ladies first? Yeah, why not? Okay. <laughs> Sashay your way on in there. I'm always willing to let somebody else do the hard work for me. <laughs> okay. So the three of you go in there. There's a bunch of tables. And uh, there's an old-timey book in the middle of the table. And uh, on the cover, it says, The Truth About the Many Doors. And then it has a, an embossed kind of tower on it with a bunch of doors arrayed around it. 
Um, Telekinetically, uh, uh, bring it to me and read through it. Nice. Okay, it floats through the air, you guys, and starts to open. Hezekiah, you hear something happening in that conference room. And uh, the manager looks down at his watch and he says, oh, you can go in now. All right. All right. You open the door. Uh, so you guys see a straight-up cowboy. <laughs> how straight is he? You're not sure how old he is. Maybe 17, 18, 19, 30. You're not sure. Hmm. <laughs> War age is a man. He's got the hat. Uh, oh, wait, no, you don't. You're not dressed as a cowboy. You're dressed as a garbage man without the coveralls. <laughs> Never mind. You see a very hard-looking garbage man. A hard garbage man. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yes. He looks like he's been through some shit. Seraph, your sister is bullshitting with you or whatever. And then she pulls out this pamphlet and she goes, listen, I've heard this is a really great place. It's really discreet. So if you and Jose or whatever want a nice place and she slides it under your purse um, and she goes, oh, shit, I got to go. And then she throws some money down on the table and heads out. So it's the Citrus Park Hotel. And maybe that's the next place you're supposed to go? All right. Well, guess I'll go there. You uh, take a, a cab, I guess. And you um, you head over to this hotel in Queens. And um, it takes a while, but you finally make it there. And as you come in... You see uh, some janitors mopping the front of the lobby, and there's a cowboy-looking guy on a couch in the middle of this brilliantly lit-up area with, like, orange trees and a big palm tree. And as soon as you walk in, there's a a young lady at the counter that's trying to get your attention, and a guy in a suit is talking to her, and they both wave and and smile at you. What do you want to do? Um, I... Oh, I go talk to maybe the people at the front desk. Maybe they know why I'm supposed to be here. Okay. You start walking towards them and they go, oh, hi. Um, yeah, you, you probably want to talk to Tom really quick. He's just right over there and we'll get you set up with a room. Okay. Okay. We'll have the key when you, do that. when you get done with your meeting. Okay. So you walk over there Thank and here's you. this guy tinkling along on his guitar and he looks up and he smiles and, uh, and he, he points it. Uh, he's got a few Modellos on the table there and he's like, welcome to a beer. Oh, and I take that. Okay. You're drinking it up. And he says, um, so it's Janine Weiss, right? Yes. I've actually met your husband. He's, he's a pretty nice guy. Oh yes, he is very nice. Thank you. Yeah. He works at the network. Yeah. Have you figured any of this stuff out? Um, only just a little bit. <laughs> okay. Well, you've been invited to join a, a some kind of save the world organization, and uh, I guess all worlds are threatened. It's, it's pretty complicated, but um, this is known as a safe place. You can stay here as long as you want. Uh, they'll feed you, clothe you, and all that. There's some kind of meeting going on over at the conference room, and he kind of bobs his head off and towards a set of double doors, and he goes, "I think they're expecting you." I'm going to head okay. in that direction. Oh, by the way, my name's Tom. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Tom. Petty. Tom Petty. God Jesus. damn it. 
I knew it. No, from the second you introduced him, I knew that's who it was. <laughs> yeah, super don't know who that is. God. Okay, you go up to the double doors. Do you knock or just go in? I just go in. Okay, you open it in and, and you look in and you see all these random weirdos standing around. <laughs> Excuse and, you. And there's this attractive lady with her hand out and a book is floating in front of her and the pages are ruffling open and they all like look up at you at once. Hi. <laughs> Come uh, on in. <laughs> Join the party. And are you are you part of this as well? I guess. What, what is this? <laughs> Good question. Same here. <laughs> What is this? Oh, yeah. You you all of a sudden realize you're standing next to this young, maybe 17-year-old guy, really handsome, really, like, uh, fit, and he looks terrified, and he's, his hand is, like, floating above his belt, but there's nothing there, and you realize he's a gunslinger like you, and uh, are you married or, or in a, are you married or in a relationship or anything like that? Um, yeah, she is. Does she like boys at all? Well, kind of. <laughs> Does she? Um, <laughs> yes. Okay, so she immediately is like, va va voom at old Hezekiah <laughs> Staunton. Hezekiah, roll a uh, presence and biology check, or a flip. <laughs> and this will be our last flip for the day. All right. Yeah. That is going to be a fail. One joker. Yeah! Oh! Finally did it at the last our, one. We got <laughs> our joker. That so is, uh, uh, is going to be a big old joker. Ooh, boy. Okay, so Seraph uh, immediately gets the, ooh, that looks like a tasty morsel face. <laughs> and Hezekiah... <laughs> You're, like, keyed up and ready for battle, but all of a sudden you feel awkward and strange, like it's your first day of high school, and you get an awkward boner. Oh, no. Look to camera. Sad trombone. And then a Tom Petty song starts, and the the show's over. I got a Tom Petty joke. (laughs) Jeff, I got a Tom Petty joke. Are you ready for it? Do it. That boner won't go back down. Oh, there it is. There it is. Cool, guys. Uh, does anybody want to ask any questions or say anything before we check out? Nope. I think I'm pretty well set. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, there's a thing starting we to do. come together. Yeah, right. yeah. I appreciate you taking the time to figure out how we all meet and stuff. Yeah. So uh, the game we're using is based on Space Kings, which is developed by Kevin Cole. You can find him at Real Kevin Cole on Twitter. And on his show, Pretend Friends, they they use the system. So I've learned from them. He's going to put out a book at some point. But anyway, at the end of every session, they go around the table and ask who they think deserves a hero point. And you can use hero points to to save your ass in a difficult situation. Chase, why don't you go first? Who do you think earned a hero point today? Um, I think John earned a hero point. Um, he was super engaged with everything that was going on, and uh, made me laugh. And 
uh, spoiler. That is a that's a real big that's the that's the key there to make me uh, super engaged with what's going on is to, to to make me chuckle. Nice. Okay, now that's a very meta hero point. Yes. Uh, technically, we're supposed to stick to role playing, but okay. John also is very good at that. Yes, so. and th- that also helped. Like, I, <laughs> I, you, you dealt with Walter, and that's not nothing. Yes. So the Dark Tower series is also incredibly meta. So. It doesn't matter. That's uh, yeah, that's a thing. Andrea, who do you I, think I are the hero agree. point? The uh, I don't know the sense like the sense of humor was like yeah, and again like the uh, I don't know bringing Top Chef into it, which I feel like is going to become <laughs> a running top joke. Chef. Like <laughs> I got I got to second that choice. <laughs> we could be so lucky. <laughs> okay, uh, Matt. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, as far as role playing, I like the character John's bringing to the table. Um, very, uh, Oh, by the way, you can't have more than two at a time. So you'll have to pick someone other than John. Oh, okay. Uh, (laughs) second, um, I really liked how, um, clueless, uh, was playing the character. Yeah, that's hard to do, to pretend that you, you know, don't know what a phone is, don't know what a latte is, and, like, yeah, that was so much fun. bring that into the character, yeah. I loved it, yeah. Cool. All right, Steve, how about you? Uh, I have to actually go with Brittany as well. Um, I agree. She did very well not metagame playing. Yes, absolutely. And John? Uh, my My initial jerk reaction was... Uh, to go for Chase because that Joker was pretty good, um, but uh, based off of your your rules for role playing, I'm gonna have to uh, vote for Anna on this one. Um, Anna was very nice. engaged and had a lot of fun listening to her scenes. Okay, Magnus one, Sarah two, scenes? and Louis two. It's, it's uh, Anna, by the way. Sorry, not to not Anna. to be that person, but thank you, Anna and. <laughs> And am I okay to say she, her on that, by the way? Is that yes, cool with yeah. you? All right. That is me. Magnus is he. I'm she. <laughs> and our last person will be Brittany. So I'll just message her and find out who she thinks deserves a hero point. And so then, I um, fill in one of my hero points on my little. You can. Yeah. Yeah. Or save it. And then anti-joker. Everybody votes on who gets to have the anti-joker, which they can uh, get rid of a joker at any time during, oh, during yeah. the game. And it's you keep it per session. And so they they stay the anti-joker until they use that skill or Yeah, yeah, or is that I mean just, just for the next session. Oh, just They'll for have one session. The next session. Okay. And like for example, if nobody had used it, uh, maybe you could have made Hezekiah's boner not come out <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> the anti-boner skill. Yes, the anti-boner. Every I don't good think, role-playing game has one. I don't think Magnus has any skill in anti-boners. Yes. Since boner means uh, uh, screw-up, we could just, between ourselves, call the anti-joker yes. the, the yes. anti-boner. The anti-boner yes. card, yes. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, let's vote. Um who deserves the anti-boner? Chase, because he got the original boner. I mean... Chase, uh, who else? John. Yeah. Okay. You're going John, Anna? Yeah, yeah. Okay, Matt? 
And you could say yourself. <laughs> no, Magnus is very pro boner. <laughs> actually, okay, in the show, that's one of the famous lines. He's like hitting on this guy, Alec, and he's like, I'll do you pro bono. <laughs> it's iconic. Matt? Did we lose Matt? Another one bites the dust. You said John. Okay, we got two for John, one for Chase. We just need Matt's, I guess. Well, I haven't voted, and I will vote for myself. Hey! (laughs) Okay, John gets the anti-joker. I mean, I'm sorry, John gets the anti-boner. Yeah, I'm going to change that on my paper. (laughs) Okay. So, uh, I guess that's it. Um, everybody plug your various shows or anything you've got, uh, coming up. Uh, you can find me on, uh, Twitter at TQ loudly, and you can find me on my actual play D and D podcast, another path. And, uh, you can also find, Oh, what else do I want to plug? Uh, you know, uh, every so often you can find me on another, uh, dark tower podcast, uh, radio free Midworld which is going through the entire uh, uh, Dark Tower chronology of books and talking about those. Uh, and I pop up on there every so often. That's awesome. I got to get over there. It's a, it's, it's a good show. Not just because I'm on it, although it helps. <laughs> Matt, you're back. Yes. Uh, I was going to say Steve for the uh, anti-joker since he can use telepathy and kind of foresee maybe some things happening. Mm. Ooh, I like that. That's a good game kind of reason. Well, John got the anti-boner, <laughs> as we, we discovered. Um, and uh, so, yeah, Matt, uh, what, what do people need to know about you? Uh, I can be found at uh, Longfellow underscore Matt on Twitter. Uh, also part of Sea uh, Dogs podcast. Uh, hashtag Nilbox Tavern. <coughs> uh, should be starting season three of Sea Dogs here in the next month or so, hopefully. Okay. I'm going to be starting with my Dragonborn Vrondris. Nice. nice. Uh, Anna? Uh, I don't do any other podcasts, but if you want to find me, I'm at uh, on Twitter, MythTaken underscore ID, as in like, you know, mythology, mm. or uh, must, be, uh, must Be MythTaken with dashes between it on a Tumblr. Awesome. Uh, who am I forgetting? Oh! John and Steve are both on my other podcast, Shattered Worlds RPG. John, how do people find you? My ass on Twitter. Honor him V8. H O N O U R H I M V8. And Steve. I am on Facebook under Stephen Matthews with a V and one T. And I am also trying to set up a Palladium game. Yes. Uh, yeah, we'll just throw it out there. If anybody wants to play Palladium with the Shattered Worlds RPG crew, we're between seasons, so we're trying out some different things. It'd probably be a once-a-month cast. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, let's see here. Um, if anybody wants to drop off now, that's fine. I thought it'd be fun to do a little something for, for patrons, like a a uh, post-show review or like a, the Talking Dead kind of <laughs> shit. Get all meta on it. Yeah. 
So if anybody wants to do that, stay on, pee, get some water, whatever. Uh, but for the rest of you, thank you so much for being on. You guys are great. Absolutely. And, uh, I never had any uh, any of my customers talking. <laughs> Steve, what the hell were you saying just now? I I used to work at the morgue, and I never had anybody talk to me. <laughs> See, oh, yeah, you got to set up the joke before you give yes, the punchline. Yes. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Why is everyone so tall? <laughs> I'm like 6'2", six 6'4". Six I'm like, hi, I'm 5'9". Nice to meet you. <laughs> There's a name on it. It says Dale. And on the back, it says something like... Uh, jamboree. Hmm? What's Jamboree? It's a a toddler line. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, Jamboree. 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 Okay. There we go. There we go. I got there. (laughs) Oh, gosh, my gosh. There it is. Oh, okay. Kids close. Crazy. Crazy eight. Underoos. (laughs) All right. Now that we've gotten our tight five on kids clothing out of the way. All right. Um, It's out of my system. Tough skins. All right. I, I did one. <laughs> lights. Um, there's a lot of lights around here. Can, can you be a little bit more specific? Uh, yeah. I think it's 50 second. Please, internet, yep. kill me for getting these all wrong. <laughs> I bow to no sponsor. Hezekiah. My name's Tom. Welcome to the Citrus Park Hotel, my favorite hotel in all of New York City. New sponsor. <laughs> I actually own a piece of it, so. Guests of the Dark Tower Pod will be flown first class into <laughs> the Citrus Springs Hotel. God damn it. <laughs> all you can drink Pepsi. Brought <laughs> to you by Pepsi and Top Chef. All right, there we go. We've done three, we're out. York City. Yeah, get a rope. You ever heard of a, a uh, he's trying to like fumble for the words. I'm not totally. I'm sure. not fumbling for You're these not. words. Yeah. No, you've got this. You've got You're this. Great at words. They do not sell great snacks at North Korean convenience stores. Let me tell you. <laughs> So you did find the convenience store, because that's what I was wondering about. Oh, okay. I think in North Korea they're called inconvenience stores. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> I'm in a onesie? Yeah, you're in, like, a giant, dirty, gray onesie. All like right. Uh, like a, it like has a, a word in the high speech on the chest. Like a vault dweller? You can't. <laughs> Who was that? Know. What? Like a vault dweller. Are we all in this onesie? <laughs> nope, nope. He's by himself. We're all We're in a garbage onesie. started with Chase. You're, you're in a tutu, Steve. All right. Well, oh, I can work with that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll call it Get Deep. Oh. You thought Dominate was dirty. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say the same. We're dominating and getting deep. Yes. Carter, get this thing uh, uh, upright. 
stop shaking? Damn, I'm not a spaceman. There, oh, there he is. is. Hello. Sorry, I was talking to Steve. He he did it again. Uh, <laughs> oh, Steve. Oh, Steve. <laughs> That's such a Steve move. Steve. <laughs> Way to go, Steve. Again. What a guy. What, what a Steve Carlsberg. Ah. <laughs> he can't even take care of a tan Corolla. <laughs> it's an 82 Honda. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's good. So I'm turning John's giant voice down. This is exciting. Uh, yeah, turn my my big fucking Trucktober sales event voice down. Truck, as much trucks as need and to. more trucks. <laughs> Sunday, oh. Sunday, Sunday. How's that sound? Uh, I prefer to celebrate Truck Pride Month. <laughs> <laughs> trucks for everyone. Which is October. <laughs> That's what the T stands for. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Poor Chevy Dodge. It doesn't Let, matter. Lesbian, gay, you. bisexual, trucks. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm not a helicopter uh, person. <laughs> <laughs>